This is a big timing comedy production. Coming to you from the heart of Kingsville, Maryland. A place where the beer flows like wine. Deep inside the torture chambers of producer Mike, Big Timing Comedy presents Paco Got Balls featuring Wendy, hosted by the founders and pioneers of Big Timing Comedy, Stefan Subotich. I'm your Huckleberry. And Eric Jolliger. 100 push-ups in 20 minutes! And featuring Wendy Timing Comedy. Show Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Gotten the finger from Mike Crane, so that can only mean one thing. We're back. It's episode 158 of Paco's Got Balls featuring Wendy. No balls tonight. Or Wendy. Or Wendy. What? No. We're going to call into Wendy in the latter episode. So, I know you're chomping at the bit to, to talk to her, Jess. Okay. Anyway, Eric's not here tonight. He's in Montana. He's at a on another guy's another guy's trip. Oh, cool. <laughs> hey, what's up with that? Yeah, he goes on like six or seven guys trips a year. Killing animals or I don't think so. I think he's skiing. Maybe I don't know what you do in Montana. He's look in an, the, look at the stars. He's in an area called Big Sky. Yep. Uh, we're gonna call into him the next episode as well. Get, a, get the lowdown on what you do in Montana, Jess. I, I really don't know. White people stuff. <clears throat> White people things. Yeah, Montana seems like the type of place where you would go Whale to do... Whale watching. Ooh, I don't know. Do they it's have a body in Montana. Do, yeah. they, do they have a body of water in Montana? No, I don't think they have any bodies of water in Montana. No, it's just mountains and grass. Of course they do. They do? What's the body of water? Got to be a lake or something, right? Uh, lake lake what? Montana. Lake Maybe there's a lake, Lake Montana? Yep. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, it's episode 158. Good day, good evening, insomnia-ridden night, or wherever you are listening. This is episode 158. First and foremost, folks, become a patron. It's so easy, and it really helps us out. We've got a ton of bonus content, and we want to continue making more for you. You also get sweet BTC gear, depending on the level you join at. We're talking shirts. We're talking koozies. We're talking cool sweatshirts. Nice. Yeah, whatever you whatever you Stuff need. Stuff you'll donate to Salvation Army. That's about. right. That's right. <laughs> one to two years. <laughs> you can come on for as little as $3 a month, but at five, you really start getting good gear. I mean, who doesn't need another t-shirt, you know? <laughs> or a koozie. Who doesn't need another one? <laughs> I'm also doing autographed pictures, Jess. I'm doing autographed pictures, whatever it takes. That's a joke, right? Yeah, of course it's a joke. Right. Okay. All right. I, I autograph other celebrities' photos. Oh, with, But you copy it pretty well. Yeah, I try yeah. to do a forgery. Uh-huh. I'm working Ray Liotta real nice. hard. I've been doing Ray Liotta <laughs> signatures a lot. Nice. Some like Field of Dreams, old Field of Dreams paraphernalia. He's bloated now. Is he? I think he really aged little. real poorly. Yeah, he looks like he died in the lake. Does he? I think his face is all pockmarked up. Yeah, well, the pockmark expanded because you know he bloated out. He so. was a big smoker. I think he. I yeah, remember. he does the Chantix commercials yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. All right, so go to Podbean on our banner and uh, on the Big Timing Comedy page. Click uh, click the banner and uh, get some free stuff and, and become a patron. We really appreciate it. And what else do you like to talk about? <coughs> What else do I like to talk about? Oh, yeah, that's probably it. Just the Podbean patron program, Mike. Anything else you want me to mention? Nah. 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 Fuck that. Well, uh, my guest this evening, my co-host this evening, is a returning guest slash co-host. Slash champion. Slash champion. He's my childhood best friend, world traveler, New York Current best friend also. Also. Also, current best friend, New York writer, frequent collaborator with myself on several comedic projects. Please give it up for Mr. Jesse Inverniti. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Jess? I'm doing pretty good. How was your drive up here? I was windy. Wind, very windy. Yeah. Did you take the back roads? Oh, I always take the back roads, my friend. I always take the back roads. Yeah. yeah, baby. You love eating ass. <laughs> All right, we're not talking about that again. No? No, I think we played it out. I thought it was the backroads thing that you were going with. I thought you were yeah, going but back it, to it. Yeah, we're not supposed to really call it out. You're supposed to let it go, <laughs> move on to the next topic. Right, that's how I like to introduce you. All right, the, a- the, the ass eater. Jesse, the ass eater. 
Well, Jess, thanks so much. Ass eating season is coming up. Um, what is peak ass eating season? Um, spring. Mm. Yeah. Not too hot, not too sweaty. Oh, that's that makes a lot of sense. But still, a little bit of stank. A little, you know? a little bit of a little, a little bit of ooze. I like to call it a little ooey. <laughs> Stanky ass. Stanky. Oh boy, that's special. Uh-huh. That's good. Uh, well, again, Jess, thank you so much uh, for coming on tonight. We usually uh, do a little segment called Fire Your Guns. But for this particular evening, I wanted to uh, bring a different drink on board and let you try it. So, Mike, you can still hit the music. We're still going to do Fire Your Guns, but we're going to do it a little different tonight. Mm-hmm. I have picked up what is called a Pabst Blue Ribbon Hard Coffee. The ultimate hipster drink. It combines PBR and coffee. Yeah. Which yeah. is incredible. It's a 5% alcoholic beverage. Uh, and I wanted to try it and get your opinion. You're a coffee drinker. Yeah, Jess? I love coffee. Yeah, you drink it a lot I in the mornings. A, oh, all day long. You drink it all day long? All day long. My Do you drug really? of choice. Do you really? Drink yeah, it all day long? Yeah, I need Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many cups would you say you consume? Uh, I, I consume uh, 30 ounces of uh, coffee a day. That's not that much. No. No. 30 to 40. Like a 16-ounce coffee is like a medium. I drink three 10 ounces in the morning. 10 ounces? Are you doing like espresso? Those are small. Or do you, you drink three it out of a Keurig? Ounces out of a Keurig. Okay. I'm just fucking the environment every time I yeah, get a fucking coffee. Fuck. I'm just fucking yeah, it. Plastic. Bend, bend that environment uh-huh, over and fuck uh-huh. it. I actually yeah. slice the plastic into little sharp knives. Ooh. Yeah, so they slit sea turtles' throats. Isn't that a nice little yeah, Actually, thing? I love animals. Yeah? Yeah, I don't even... I, I can't. Remember when you had a snake when we were kids and it escaped? Well, Remember I've that? A, yeah, yeah. It's kind of embarrassing to be known as a reptile guy, but I have had some <laughs> reptiles in my life. <laughs> an iguana, a snake, turtles. Hold that thought. Let's crack these PBRs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Want to hear, hear the crack? Oh, and wait now, mine ASMR. All right, real nice. Okay, uh, and I would like I'd like to get your opinion after you take your sip and describe what you've tasted and tell me if you like it or not. Cheers. Cheers. This is George Carlin segment with the swallows. Uh huh. <laughs> what do we think? <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm just I'm tasting it. Give me yeah. a second. Give Taste second. it. Wait, Taste everybody, it. just please be quiet. ASMR. <laughs> it's disgusting. I know. Is my taste buds working? Um, take another sip. What do you think? <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Right? It's it's very chocolatey. It's it's yeah. kind of like a chocolate drink. Yeah. Um, I could drink one of these. I think they taste like Yoo-Hoo's. Yeah, I, I could drink one of these, and then after, uh, probably about halfway down, I'll start to get sick to my stomach, I okay. would guess. Yeah. And then the diarrhea will probably start about <laughs> three quarters of the way down. I mean, this is just going to be running out of our assholes Ooh, tomorrow. no, these are good. These are good stuff. They're like four locos almost. Oh, They're, yeah, four locos. Really good, yeah, good stuff. You can't get those anymore. Yeah. So yeah. now I've found a good alternative. Oh, yeah. Would you recommend this to a friend? Never ate locoed. Where you do two four locos. Well, have I done eight locos? Yeah. At the same time? Two locos, four yeah. locos at the same time. You pour them into the same glass. It's oh. an eight loco. Oh, it's like a double. Mm-hmm. No, it's an eight loco. It's an eight loco. Yeah. I can't say I've gotten that wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a good plan. I made some horrible decisions drinking four loco. For instance, what have you done? Let's not go back there. <laughs> Maybe just one example. It's just more of just like a general thing. I don't have any specifics. That's really shitty. That's really shitty of you. I thought we'd get a good story out of this at least. I don't know if it was a bad decision. Ooh, I don't. What's that noise? Mike, is that your phone? Yeah. Who's that? You'd never guess. Eric. Put him on. Eric Joliker? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Eric. Eric Enjoy Joliker. Montana. Not, not doing a show here or anything. Thanks. Bro. Eric's probably wondering why it's not up on Facebook. He's, t- uh, he's sitting in his hotel room. He yeah. just he just got sucked off by his buddy under the stars. Yeah, he just He's got feeling <laughs> relaxed. He got sucked off by Chet. <laughs> Chet, Chet the Montana cowboy. Yep. 
He, he's probably freaking out a little bit, Mike. He's wondering if we actually did the podcast. He's well, wondering. As, as usual, because he's in a panic mode, he's typing short, multiple messages. Oh, I hate when he does that. He'll just I'll just be sitting there, and I'll get like 14 messages from 14? him. 14? Yeah, 13 or 14. Because he'll, he'll type like one thing, and then like another thing, yeah. and then another thing. And then it's like, holy shit, I'm at work. My phone just buzzed 14 times. <laughs> One of your clients. Yeah, it's cool. Well, he's what's he doing in Montana? He's supposed to be enjoying Montana. We we have podcast on YouTube steaming live. Key idiot no, and no trying to get drunk. <laughs> All right. What does that mean? I oh, I he's getting he's getting fucked, and his fingers yeah, are slipping all over the keyboard. All over the keyboard. I don't know slipping. why he's worried about me getting drunk. There's no Zima here. There's. <laughs> There's no Zima here. Mike, do you want to hear? Take a little sip. Do you want to try the PBR? Yeah, I don't here. Care. Try this a little bit. See see that? You're a Zima guy. Um, so by the way, I'm I'm probably sixty percent um down. I'm forty percent finished. Yeah. And it's it's getting gross. You're just well, you're fucking mm-hmm. plowing through it though. You're just sucking it right back. Tastes like cold coffee, which I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of. Yeah, mm. it's getting it's getting gross. Tastes like one of those like Starbucks and a drink co- yeah, uh, coffee cans. Yep. Yeah, one of those morning beverages. Yeah, I could definitely get down with some alcoholism with this thing. This oh, yeah. Because it gets you pepped up, you know? There's mm-hmm. a decent amount of caffeine in it. Yeah, it's 5 a.m. somewhere. I yeah. should be there saying. Oh, that'd be a good one. I'm trying to see the caffeine content. Malt, it's a malt beverage, and it's a creamy blend. with a, It's a whipped vanilla flavor, it said, Jesse. Mm. Also contains milk, which I know you don't like. Oh, big milk boy. You don't, you don't really drink much milk. Yeah, well, I'm an adult, so no, not too much. Is milk good for you or bad for you? I don't think it's great. I mean, it's they've waffled. It's an old school. Yeah, it's like an old school. Yeah, well, the only reason it gets pumped up, I think, is because like the dairy industry is so huge, so they pump a lot of money into stuff. Chocolate milk was the official recovery drink of the U.S. Olympic team. Hmm, I wonder how that happened. What do you think? Big milk got to him? No, really, there's big milk. I'm, okay, yeah. I believe you. Yeah, I mean, somebody's paying for it. It's not free. Do you think there's actual health benefits in drinking chocolate milk as a recovery drink? I don't know. I don't. I'm not a scientist. That's, it's okay till we run out of brown cows. Yeah, we established last. <laughs> oh, episode. remember the old urban legend that chocolate milk was the milk that um the that had uh, like pus and stuff. Blood. In, I thought uh, it was blood in the milk, and I thought it was, it was like blood. discolored. Blood. Yeah, blood and pus. I didn't hear pus. Yeah, pus also. <laughs> Also, a yellowy pus. Oh, man. Yeah. You're, you're at the top of your gross imagery game. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring to this episode. A lot of gross imagery. Um, that's what I'm kind of known for. You're the, you're the, you're my gross imagery guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So I'll be bringing it all episode long. That's really great. Yeah, I'll be piping in with gross imagery. Well, quick recap. We had a show over the weekend. It was a real big one. It was at the State Theater. Uh, we pretty much sold the joint Whoa. out. Yeah, sold almost 150 tickets. Except those two State seats I didn't theater. take up. Up in Haverty Grace. I headlined it up. Haverty Grace. Yeah, so thanks. What's that? That's uh, just north of Aberdeen, like uh, up, up north of Bel Air. Oh, okay. Up 95. Kyle Ripken territory. Yeah, towards Delaware. So uh, thanks to Jared and Katie and the whole crew there. You guys did an awesome job. Very and, great. Um, no, they're fantastic. Yeah, they listen. they listen. So thank you very much. Um, and they pre- were great. Appreciate you guys. They recorded the whole thing. I'm looking forward to watching some game tape. Mike Quinlan was a part of that show. Thanks, Mike. You did a great job. He did excellent. Mike's always a fucking barrel of laughs. And then we so had, we call him Barrel Laughs. <laughs> he's always a real cynic. Mike. The funny thing about Mike is, is to hype like to hype himself up now yeah. uh, before shows in like the green room. He just gets he just like tries to like to tell himself how much he hates himself and t- tell himself how much he hates the audience. He gets he likes okay. to get real cynical. Yeah. Before he gets on stage to get into okay. the proper mindset. <laughs> it's like to stay. I just like to stay that way at all times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know that Mike's getting like into his persona though, and and they just they pull me aside and they're like is, is he okay is mike all right like, he'll no. threaten to kill himself every once yeah. in a while yeah but so you did great mike yeah we're really mike proud of you really really proud I'm of you so glad he didn't kill himself yeah so it was great they had the full stage laid out for us we had i had john dayton come up he was my prop guy slash hype man he did a wonderful job balls got on the sacks loved what you did and then uh we i saw a few of our own friends I saw josh starlepper oh he came he crept nice. up from the city starlepper starlepper yeah he had a he had a female on his arm 
Oh. Uh-huh. Not, nothing serious, as as per usual. Nice. And uh, Cousin Mike came up with a few of his friends. Nice. One of his friends, King James, got um, ridiculous, like, super hammered where they had to, like, carry him out at the end. His name is King James? Oh, uh, yeah. You know the king. He came over and did some plumbing work on my parents' house when we were in high school. He can drink, like, a case of beer. He's got His beer gut is, like, is like um, man, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a pillow. It's like he's got two pillows. The reverse camel hump. Yeah. It, I mean, it's impressive. So, yeah, King James. Is his name actually King? His, his name is name? James. His name is James. Yeah, who gave him the King part? They've been calling him King the King for, uh, since, I don't know, 20 years okay. since I met him. All right. He's real big and fat. All right. All right. <laughs> No, James is a good guy. James is a good guy. He's lost some weight, actually. He's lost some weight. He got a he got a female in his life. I think that helped out. But, uh, yeah, one of those guys can drink like 30, 40 beers in a sitting. Wade Boggs type. Yeah. Nice. So I think that's what he did at my show. Okay. Because uh, I was like, hey, Mike, <laughs> how'd you like it? He's like, yeah, we had to run out right afterwards. Sorry, I couldn't stick around. James, nice. We had to carry James out. <laughs> nice. How old is King James? Well, let's see. Mike's about seven years old, about 42. Nice. He goes by King James. King James. The king. He had to be carried out of a local comedy show. That's, well, because he was so drunk. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. When you're the king. When you're the, when you're the king. When you know when you're the king, you, your fucking loyal royal subjects take you out. Yeah, take me back to my vomitorium. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know what they were drinking that night. All right. Probably PBR hard coffees. Pause for this moment while I sip. You got to stop making those gross mouth noises, Jess. Oh, we've got some political news. Mayor Pete dropped out. Amy dropped out. Bloomberg dropped out. They're dropping. Yeah. I had somebody on my feed today say that Mayor, <laughs> Mayor Pete was like a, um, like a gay JFK. Do you, you agree or disagree no. with that? No. No? A hard disagree. Why do you disagree? I just, I've read some stuff about him. He's been like trying to become president since he was in like second grade or something. It's Ooh. just a little, yeah, a little off putting. A little too much, a, a little too much. Too much aspiration. For yeah, that, I don't, for I don't that like kid. anybody that wants to be the president that much. Yeah. What about Amy? Amy Kobucha. She just is. came out of left field. And then I really like Mike Bloomberg because it seemed like he popped up. For hey, like, you want America Samoa? American <laughs> he Samoa. Did. He did. Yeah, he picked up four delegates. But wait, but he popped up for what I feel like was like a month. Right, and he spent like six hundred million dollars, uh-huh. yeah, on a failed month-long yeah. campaign. Yep. Now I, I hate Donald Trump with a passion, yeah. but I will give him a due. Um, great nickname for Mike Bloomberg, Mini Mike. Mini Mike. Yeah, he, he yeah. just really just put him down. Mike is short. Yeah. Well, how 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 tall? Do we know how tall he is? He's so mad. I don't know, but he's so mad that like Donald Trump called him short that he's just going to be spilling money into whoever he's going up against. Yeah, that guy's worth what sixty we'll sixty four billion billion. Yeah, something like that. That's a lot of billions. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's that's moral to have that much money. Yeah, and throw six hundred million at a campaign that failed. Uh, what what could have been done with that money? I wonder. Six hundred million dollars. No, couldn't repurpose that. No, because he wasn't going to spend it on anything. Yeah, let's himself. take it. Let's take it from a him. vanity project. Let's take it from six hundred million dollar vanity project. So I guess we have built. It's going to be Joe Biden, right? Or maybe Bernie. Yeah, Biden took uh, they're Texas. Gonna, they're going to push him. Well, it's looking that way. Yeah, it's looking that way. I heard. I had a (laughs) read an article today, or it was actually must just been a meme that was um, comparing Joe Biden to the Undertaker, Jesse, the the, uh, WWE wrestler. And uh, here's where here's what the comparison was. Here's where there's similarities. Years past retirement, but still working. Joe Biden and the Undertaker puts on exceedingly poor performances but gets more opportunities anyway nice joe biden and the undertaker results predetermined okay okay that was a good one and then last happy to take checks from the saudi government oh nice (laughs) (laughs) so that was a cnn panelist yeah hamza shaban cnn panelist compared him to the legendary wwe wrestler okay if it's joe biden or you vote if he gets the nomination is it just anybody but trump biden kind of sucks yeah, I mean, he's going to just be like an establishment uh, Democrat. I mean, he takes money from, from uh, you know, super PACs and all that kind of stuff. So, and he takes money from Wall Street. And so he's going to be beholden to somebody. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll, at least he has more decorum, I guess, than Trump. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't give a shit. He's pretty creepy. 
Yeah. Joe Biden. That's the whole thing with him. Creepy Joe. He's like, always, he has always pictures of him like whispering on somebody's neck. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> some sort of like inappropriate touching. Yeah, like an inappropriate grandfather. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, what yeah, he is. Yeah, like, yeah. come here, let me hug you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, your titties came in nice. What, Uncle Joe? Nothing. I do like it. He's a Delaware guy. That's kind of cool. Is he from Delaware? Yeah. He has a house in uh, Rehoboth, I think. But he was the, what was he, the governor of, of Delaware? I really don't or know. I don't know something? much about him. Was he's yeah. a, he was a Delaware politician? Yeah. He's I, from Delaware. I guess we could get behind Joe. I guess, whatever. <laughs> now, if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, can't he just run as an independent? Well, then that would, yeah, but then you're basically just handing the election to Trump. Why? Because you would just, split the he won't Democratic. Get any of the Democratic. You would, yeah, you would split the Democratic base. Yeah. I mean, he could, but it would, it would, it would just hand it. But that ain't going to do it. ain't going to do it. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. We don't think that's going to happen. Nah. All right. I'm going to take a puff of my vape. Time for our Amazon butt plug. Please go to our homepage and click the Amazon banner prior to purchasing anything. It helps us out. It doesn't cost you a dime, just a second of your time. So go to our webpage <coughs> and click that Amazon banner. Anything you order on Amazon. You use, you use Amazon, Jess? You order off of Amazon a lot? Butt plug. Um, I don't, I don't buy things anymore. You know, you've given up possessions? Yeah. I'm trying to. Religiously or? For Lent. No, just from like a personal standpoint. Just don't really want a lot of things. What have you given up? What have you gotten rid of? So much stuff, Stefan. For instance. Oh my God. You can't even imagine the stuff that I've gotten rid Enlighten of. Enlighten me. Clothes. <laughs> animals. <laughs> furniture. <coughs> children. You got evicted, didn't you? That's yeah. what, that's what happened here. <laughs> You're like closed. Children, I like a divorce. Money, like, money, I'm giving up money. This sounds a lot like my life over the last year and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I lost. Yeah, I lost a child, a home, clothes. Uh -huh. I've sold my possessions. You, didn't, you, <laughs> you just forgot the clothes. And she don't live with me anymore. You know, half the time. Yeah. Hopefully, if I get that, <laughs> I'm supposed to. But whatever. Well, it's still in, up in limbo. Whatever. Anyway, we can't we can't talk litigious matters I, on. I can't talk uh, on the pod. I am divorced officially. I did get half legal and physical custody. Jenny was very yeah. fair. I'm, yeah, everybody's very fair. I'm making light right now, but my ex-wife mm -hmm. was actually quite fair. Jenny didn't listen to this podcast when you're married. She's definitely not listening now. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. No. But I don't want to be unfair in my representation. Oh, I, I love you. You're great. Thank you. You've stuck by me yeah. through thick, also through thin. Uh huh. And we're probably as bad as thin as it's going to get right about now. <laughs> I'm real thin. Uh -huh. I'm right at the fulcrum. Uh -huh. I'm, about to, I'm about to shoot back up. Mm -hmm. It's going to be real nice. It's going to be comedy's going great. Yeah. Comedy's going. I'm selling out shows in Haverty Grace. Yep. You know, I got balls in fucking Montana. Yeah. Racial slurs. On <laughs> <laughs> Where? Easy, Jesse. Easy, Jesse. <laughs> what I miss? Easy, Jesse. <laughs> Okay, Easy we don't condone. Boy. We don't condone that here. I'm we don't condone that here, Jess. All right. The next uh, segment uh, is my personal favorite. We'll probably do an extended version of it tonight, since it, it's well, it's me and you. This is a little segment I like to call Paco's Pleasure Palace. 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 Jesse, what the fucking noises? So really, uh, what Wait, Paco's. What is, what is this? Yes, Paco's Pleasure Palace is a segment where I uh, usually uh, harp on something that I've really enjoyed oh, over the oh, last like two this. weeks. It could be entertainment. It could be food. It's really um, what's happening in my life. One of your hedonistic uh, pleasures over the last. Yeah. Something that, that speaks to either your your taste buds. My taste buds, your, for sure. Your auditory pleasures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Your visual pleasures. Yes, yes. All also, of the above. But it could also be sexual, too. It could it was, be. It could be like whatever sort of little sexy fetish I'm into at the moment. Ooh. Oh, you switch fetishes. That's that's your fetish. My fetish is, is that I don't I don't stick with a fetish very like well. <laughs> I'm a man who likes to try a lot of oh, different man. things. I want to sample all that the world has to uh -huh. offer. Does that make me a bad person? Well, I don't think it, so. It could. Well, yeah. I mean, if, like, really like, <laughs> like if we did like a Ice-T surviving the game... A new movie coming out. I don't know if you saw it. The Hunt. The Hunt. 
Oh, I have a I have a show. Wow. All right, we'll talk. We're in the pleasure palace. Yeah, right we're in the now. pleasure palace. I, you know, I asked you if you wanted to talk about any topics before. You could have added that to the fucking show notes. I put zero thought into this. I tonight. know, Jesse. Okay, I know you did. All right, I know. Okay, don't be so goddamn casual. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm being real cash. Speaking of, of the hunt, have you seen this new show on Amazon with Al Pacino, Hunters? I watched two episodes. Okay. Um, I laughed at Al Pacino's absurd Jewish accent. Yeah, it's incredible. And then I just sort of stopped watching it. Mm. I, I don't know. There's so much shit on television. There's a lot. There's a lot. That's like their new flagship yeah, show. I've been getting into some terrible reality TV lately. Really? Oh, yeah. What, what for instance, what are you oh, Vanderpump uh, Rules. Have you ever watched this? <laughs> I've it's heard a Bravo of it. show. I've heard of it. Summer House. It's another Bravo show. Man, what is, what is, why, why this new what do you mean? What's fascination? Oh, I've always watched those, uh, those two. They're okay. just on right now. What's the what's the premise of Vanderpump Rules? Um, people fucking each other. Oh, uh, people getting mad, fighting each other. Uh huh. Just like every That's reality, new. yeah, it's like every reality show. You thought you dig it. You like it. Well, it's a it, you can just totally turn your brain off. I understand not, that. Not pay attention at all. You know I understand I mean? that. So, yeah, it's a good uh, mind melter. Well, I'm about s- seven or eight episodes into Hunters. Okay, it's uh, it's like um. I don't. It's like Glorious Bastards in the seventies. You can tell they're yeah. trying to be sort of kitschy and like. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's pretty. Here's the thing. I, what I wanted to bring up that bothered me a little bit is that they they um they have a lot of moments where they'll flash back to like Auschwitz and like the prison camps and like comedic moments and stuff. Not comedic at uh, all. Well, uh, no. Okay. Here they 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 frame. I mean, it's a drama, right? It's not a it's not a, a documentary, but they take these moments where they'll flash back to those times. And I, and I had to look up a couple of things because I was like, "There's no fucking way that actually happened." So in one of the episodes, they have yeah, you're like, not very learned. <laughs> they have one of these episodes Go where to they, the goddamn museum Jesus where they have Christ. a guy uh, play human chess. He's a Nazi uh, like yeah, general. It's in like the first episode or two. And and he plays against a, a Jewish guy who's in the encampment, but the but the the chess pieces are actual prisoners in the camp, and when they make the wrong move, they execute the prisoner. I'm like, holy yeah. fuck! So, but I looked it up. And they made it up for the show, right? And so they have a couple of moments like that. And the director had said the reason he didn't do it, the reason he didn't put actual experiences in there, was in, just in case like one of the victims were to see it or whatever, and he didn't want one like, of the hundred and two year old victims. Well, whatever, or the family. Glaucomid eyes. The family at, members. At an Amazon show. I mean, that's... Well, wait. I think... I, my point was going to be <laughs> that... I don't know. Like, I, I watched the show, and I thought... My like grandmother the, watches everything on Hallmark Channel. I, I don't you. think she's streaming on Amazon Prime. I, I thought those moments were, like, horrible enough, right? Oh, yeah. that were they, they were They didn't need to sensationalize it for the show. Like, they... they I think yeah, if you're going to... Go gonna, to the Holocaust Museum in D.C. Well, the Hol- I mean, it's unbelievable. They, they actually tweeted out about the show, and that it was sort of... People who are, like, Holocaust deniers and that want to, like, uh, you know, trivialize what people went through in that time period, it kind of gives them an excuse This when when the show makes up things like this. Gotcha. And, and yeah, the Holocaust Museum had chimed in. So I guess my my, my question was going to be to you. Like, it's, it's sort of a slippery slope. I think, like, I get that the show's fiction and, you know, there's nobody, like, really, like, going out hunting or Nazis in the 70s or whatever – but I think like you sort of have a responsibility to to show that historical stuff as for as for as it was. I don't think you need to make up these moments of what these people went through. I think you could have you could have told a better story by by making it real. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, th- I also think it's a slippery slope to say that any writer or creator artist is uh, responsible for doing something. You know what sure. I mean? Like, I, I don't think they have any responsibility to do that. Well, I, I, people I, should go to a goddamn museum. They should read a book. They should watch a documentary. They shouldn't watch, um, Hunter. They shouldn't have to have their, their information dumbed down. I agree. To, like a hunter's level, you know, whatever. Sure. I, I just, I think for me, uh, like as someone, I, I know a decent amount about World War II. It fascinates mm-hmm. me. You know that. Like, I, it's just how, how can a nation move to such evil behind just one man, right? So, but I don't know. I, I think, it, again, I think they had a responsibility to, to tell that story because they were making it out to be historical, you know, and, and the atrocities that happened. I, you know, it bothered me as a viewer. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's just I, something yeah. I personally looked up and I, and I thought, no, they should be telling the real story of what happened in those camps. Right. I don't know. So, 
But yeah, I, I, I'd encourage you to, to stick with it. It's pretty fun. It's yeah. got, uh, who's the guy from How I Met Your Mother? He's pretty good at it. He's the guy <laughs> with the big mustache. He's, he's, he plays like some B-movie actor, Lonnie Flash. <laughs> I didn't watch a lot of How I Met Your Mother. No, I didn't either. But Josh Radner does a good job in, uh, in Hunters. And then there's another one, other, there's a film on HBO that I think you'd really like. Have you seen Anna? Uh, the horror film? No. Anna. I think it's like a ripoff of Red Sparrow. Uh, no, I don't think so. I had just uh, gone on to HBO Go to see if anything new had come out, and it's so it's basically it's it's like uh, one of these Russian young beautiful Russian girls that gets indoctrinated into like the Not KGB. Um, but it's sort of John Wickish. It's got um, Helen Mirren and uh, Luke Evans and Celian Murphy. I feel like that's its own subgenre now. Like that, uh, there was that was it Hannah. Yeah, that was like about the young girl that becomes an assassin. Yeah, Black Widow sure. is about a girl that is yeah. like made into an assassin. You're right. This is made. This is so this one, but this one's very um, like the action scenes are like very Good. John Wick. Oh, yeah, they're cool. fucking ridiculous. Right. Yeah, they're way over the. I mean, over the top is is the correct terminology, but like the way it's filmed and like it's oh, it's, yeah. it's insane. There's some really good shot. I think you would enjoy nice. it. I was watching Bloodsport the other week. Oh, talk to me about it. that's oh, maybe man. that that movie that single handedly shaped my youth. There may be some of the most absurd scenes in all of cinema in that film. Now, most people don't know this, but looking back, there's an Oscar winner in that film. Oh, yeah, I know. The King of Scotland himself. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker. A lazy eye. Yeah. And yeah. also his buddy. Remember his buddy um, who, who gets um, like <laughs> beat up by Chun-Li and the big biker guy? Uh-huh. He, was the, he was Ogre from yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You had some big stars in that. <laughs> yeah. Jean-Claude. Now, that's a true story. You know that. That's what Frank Duke says. That is that guy was the biggest liar of all time. How do you how do you mean? You have you researched this? Oh, I I've, I've listened to stuff on Bloodsport. Frank Dukes is like an is just like he's like a, a legendary liar. You mean he did he compete in the Kumite? No, all this stuff is fake. He just made up all these stories. He didn't ever com- even compete no, in it. It wasn't even a real thing. Shut up. Yeah. Wait a minute. None of it's real. I don't. That's I've it's never read that. It's all based off of Frank Duke's story, which is like. All all the people said he should have just become a screenwriter because his lies were so good. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, he's, yes, dude, that wasn't real. Well, I didn't think anybody died, but I did think there was maybe like an underground I mean, uh, uh, competition for the best fighter in the world or whatever. What? I mean, how would you? That's even how UFC started. That? Not really. Tank Abbott. Remember all those guys? Remember I, they were just multi-disciplined. I, right? I used to watch. Hoist the old Gracie. Ones. Remember? I used to watch the old ones. Yeah, but that and honestly, just the sidebar, real quick. That's when fucking UFC was awesome <laughs> right. because all these guys are no so, weight class. Yeah, all these guys are so like highly tuned now. Uh-huh. It was cool because you get more a, like a tough man. Yeah, you get a guy like Tank Abbott who who was just a fucking bar fighter, right? And then you get a guy like Hoist Gracie who's yeah, like 5'8", 160 pounds, but he's a tactician, and you get these guys that it was like oh, yeah. let's really see who would win now these guys are all multi-discipline yeah, if you watch and- like ufc one we used to have one of those uh uh pay-per-view boxes at my parents house and uh, where you illegally were getting all the shows yeah, where you could illegally where we were where we were illegally getting all of the shows and <laughs> pornography which was pretty sweet as a child i remember that oh yeah Down we were, at the we beach. were like, passing in the night like one person walking up the stairs one person walking down the stairs to watch a little well there was that and then there was the then there was the days when the we were in steven days. kramer's basement oh, yeah. oh, where we yeah. each had our own blanket oh yeah you never get so personal with somebody when you're, you know, 12 years old uh-huh. and you're all jerking off to we the same no, we, skin of We all had our own blankets. Well, we did, but yeah. we were in a room together just with blankets fucking feverishly moving. Yeah, and, and listening to a Craig Creamer upstairs. Yeah. Speaking Listen. of which, I wonder how Eric's doing in Montana right now. <laughs> Can't wait to check in with him later. But yeah, so we would, <laughs> you're right, we would be in, we were like 12, uh-huh. and it'd be the three of us in the basement watching Skinamax, and then oh, we would yeah. like, we'd like put it on mute. Amelia, was it Amelia uh, uh, Space? No, no, no it was, um, what was it? Um, um, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. You know who it was? You remember who it was? It was the chick yeah. from Liar Liar in the, um, in the uh, elevator. That was the star oh. of Emmanuel. Krista, Krista Allen. Krista yeah. Allen. Emmanuel. Yeah, I know. I know this too because she was used to be one of those soap operas that I used to watch with my mom after school when she'd tape <laughs> the soap operas. And it was like another world or Days of Our <laughs> Lives. I just remember how thinking how hot she was when I watched that. Yeah. And then I remember seeing Liar Liar. And then I was it was like a gift from God. And all of a sudden she was naked on Skinamax. But no, so we'd be down there 
and and we'd like try to listen to make sure like Steven's dad wasn't going to come down. But I remember times where we'd like mute it and we could hear it echoing upstairs like his dad was watching the exact same fucking thing while his mom was sleeping oh, yeah. upstairs. Old Craig getting randy. Yeah, old Craig. Craig was beaten off just the same. 45 uh-huh. years old, 40, sad, for, sad uh-huh. as could be upstairs. 45 or 11, you know, <laughs> whatever. Dudes don't change. Dude, you know what? You're right. I think you're right. You know, Dudes I'm 35. You just get less boners. Well, but there's pills for that. Boner, yeah, boner management, though, as like a kid in like seventh, eighth grade. How you had to like, I mean, because you, you were popping lots of boners. Yeah, I remember being in like seventh grade with you and we'd get, you, you, but it was just part like, of growing up. Yeah, you just get raging erections uh-huh. in class and then you'd like slide back in your chair and you'd be like, hey. Yeah. Like, you'd like, or you well, wouldn't actually say anything. You'd be trying to get somebody's attention. Yeah, like, look at my boner. I also remember like we'd have like desks, right? You'd oh, have yeah. like actual desks back then. Yeah, where you put the books like yeah. underneath. Yeah, but right, you could also take your boner. Book. Another good trick was to take your boner out when you get it and flop uh-huh. it into the desk and you can lean back. Skin- so oh, the teacher couldn't see. No, 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 no. Just inside your pants. Oh, okay. But then flop it into that desk part, and then you could show your boner off to your yeah. friends without the teacher seeing it. Yeah. You yeah. don't want the teacher to see your boner. Were we the only ones showing off our boners to each other? No. Or is I, that like a common uh-huh. young boy practice? No, Mike, did you ever show off your boner no. to your to your classmates? Or? No. Like, not pull it out of your pants, but just like proudly no, go, I have remember. a raging He doesn't remember. Right he doesn't remember. <laughs> He doesn't remember what he was doing with his boners. We Mike, a, Mike, back, a long time Mike back when you had to crank up the car to start it. Remember that when you were in high school and you had to put this wind the wind the wench on the Now front? he has to crank up his dick to get it. <laughs> there ain't nothing. If I had to crank up my dick before That'd sex. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Like an but old. You know, uh, you know exactly how long it would last? Yeah. An old grandma. What are those? The old Oh, I've got an erection. Think of my erection and singing I again. Love you, sweet girl. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> this concept's going a lot better than when you the last. Sweet daughter girl. All right. Anyway. Yeah, I, I tuck them under or under the short, you know, under the uh, elastic band and the gym shorts if you were in the gym shorts. Sure. That's a classic move. All right, let's transition. You don't want to talk boners anymore? No, I, I love talking boners. All right, but I we'll feel move like, on. I feel like we'd be remiss to leave Eric out of this, and I want to revisit it when we start talking to him about Montana. Oh, his boners are very painful, though. Yeah, child. well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> we always do. Uh, next in the Pleasure Palace, I have uh, <clears throat> I have tried a... Wait, do it again. Next in the Pleasure Palace. Appropriate, because now we're going to mm-hmm. talk a little cuisine. Oh, baby. Royal Farms, Jesse. Cuisine. Royal Farms. You're familiar with their fried chicken. Oh, yeah. Are you a fan? Yeah. It's it's very good if you get it when it's hot. Of course. And, and good, but yes. They have put out, uh, for the second time, they did a limited release uh, about a month ago. Second time. They a have limited spi- supreme drop. Spicy chicken tenders. Oh, I, I had those. I didn't Ooh, like them. You didn't like them. Well, I think I got a, a batch that was like sitting under yeah. the, the. They were dry. As I went. Day. They came back out on Monday. Sunday and I went at noon. We were ready. We were ready. <laughs> nice. She fucking loves their spicy. Yeah, she was. She was. We were ready. We were yeah. counting down, and we got it. I mean, as hot and fresh as could be. Let me tell you. Good. It's it's I've it's been dealing with it. a lot of bad heartburn. Have you over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, growing yeah. up. You know, growing up. I, you know, it's funny. I had it when I was younger. I haven't. I don't get it anymore. No? Most, I stopped, you know, doing cocaine. I think that helped a lot. Oh, yeah. It stops eating away. <clears throat> yeah, and cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarettes. Yeah. I stopped cigarettes. Cigarettes, cocaine. Cigarettes, cocaine. And I don't drink nearly as much. Like, I'll do it tonight, yeah. but then I won't drink again. I was so. eating some spicy foods. Yeah. But I, I would say if, you, if you're if you a fan of Royal Farms fried chicken, the spicy tenders are fucking delicious. Okay. Have you been going for the spicy chicken sandwiches? Any of the, the like, the Popeyes? I've or? had them all. I'm a fan of the Popeye's chicken Popeyes sandwich. Is good, yeah. yeah. I think these these tenders are on par. Oh wow! Not the sandwich itself, and the way Popeye's does it, and the sauce and everything is just makes it all. Yeah, makes just it a all. Delicious but as far package. as these are just like these tenders, I would I would highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Maybe even tonight on your way home when you're leaving this pod. I'm a, I think you should indulge. Oh, no, no, probably real dried out right now. Oh uh, yeah, now wouldn't be a good time. Yeah. You're right. Noon. And then there's another item that I haven't tried. But then I saw a recent article about, and I okay. want to get your opinion as to if you think this would be good or not. Because right. at first value, at, f- at face value, I went, no, that, no, it's gross. Ew, that's gross. And then I really started thinking about it, and the fried dough and the contents, and I thought, 
I'd be willing to try this. So, <clears throat> chow down on donuts stuffed with crab dip and more at B Donut in Maryland. Do you love crab dip? Do you love donuts? No, then you I'm may out. want to try this shop in no. Maryland that combines these two no. flavors into no. one delicious combination. No. They've got a variety of other flavors mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Let me show you a picture of it. Oh good, yeah, for the podcast. Good. No, no, just for you. I want to get. I want to. Oh wait, I scrolled down way too yeah, fast. This sounds disgusting. You don't. This isn't something no, you would go for. No, just give me a crab cake. I, you know, I don't like donuts by themselves. Yeah. I mean, I like chicken, like the chicken and waffle thing, but this doesn't even seem like that. The seafood, the seafood mixed with the with the sweet grosses me out a bit. Well, maybe it's more like a. Have you ever had a crab fluff? Like a fry, it's like fried yeah. hard on the outside. Uh-huh. I could see yes. it being more like that, like a like a crab cake, like a crab fluff. That's what I'm. I, I can't. I'll, I'll find the photo for you at some point. Hmm. But it looks like it's more like lump meaty, yeah. like crab, like almost like crab cake mix yeah. inside of a fried. Yeah, uh, what if it's not sugared on the outside? It's just like fried dough with crab dip. In no, that'd be. Water. I mean, that would just be kind of like whatever. Yeah. I think it could be good. Do you see? Yeah. You're 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 instantly going no, and that's what I. That's where my instinct went. I yeah. thought. I thought. I don't. It's I don't think this sounds needs good. To be done. Would you be you willing to I try mean? it? I mean, if somebody puts it in front of me, I would. Well, at what least if we eat made a special trip to this donut place? Where is it? I have to look up where it is. Hold on, it's in Maryland. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> you're, very, you're very little fun well yeah that's what they call me no fun jesse i don't like how, how eric says you're a curmudgeon oh yeah i can't wait to am. get you two at each other's throats next episode eric's at somebody else's i don't know why i right i don't know why i'm now the, the go-between here i want you to be you need I to like be mm. maybe me and eric fight for charity oh would you be willing to do that if it was mma well, no. What do you mean? What else would we do? Box. You couldn't oh, do MMA. Couldn't have, you guys couldn't have like fucking takedowns and arm bars and shit. That's my specialty. I think we'd have to put you in the headgear and the fucking oh. gloves and then let you guys box. Nobody's MMA. That's too much. Is it? I think boxing's actually more dangerous. Yeah. No, well, hold on. In this, Repeated concussions. You're not wrong in the in the sense of but we're doing a it's boxing's more dangerous because it's 12 rounds, right? And there's repeated head blows right. over and over and over again whereas UFC is 3 rounds like 3 minutes each. You're not wrong about that. But you and Eric aren't going to be going 12 rounds at fucking 3 4 or 5 minutes a, a pop. Do you know my stamina? <laughs> Can we do, do you a, know what type of training? Do you really want to be uh, no, subject I, no. to being put on the ground? Because no, I don't, I don't feel like committing to something and having to well, drive somewhere. Great, make that mistake but, way too many if, times. Could we please life. do a charity boxing match? What you and Eric? No, because then I got to go somewhere and do it. Yeah, but we'll raise money oh, for what charity. A pain in the butt. I don't care. It was your idea. I know. Well, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> just writing checks that I can't. It's catch. whatever charity you want. The Jesse and Vernezzi charity? The people fund? The P- the human fund? <laughs> money <Me>? for people? <laughs> Me? <laughs> we just raise money for you? There's no, there's no charity you find worthy. No, I, I could give it to somebody. Maybe we could think of something. Maybe. I think it's celebrity boxing. We, we gotta get Eric on the line. I'll referee it like Mills Lane. Oh God! What weight class is Eric in? Eric's what are you what are you weighing in at these no, days? Around what 200? is Eric? I'm trying to think. I'm trying. I said what? You, while I, We're while not the same. While I think, tell me what you weigh. It's a, I fluctuate between 185 and 195. All right, he's probably right around 200 oh to, 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 to 10 to 200. I'd say he's around 200. How tall pounds. is he? You guys are similarly built. I'm a little taller. You probably got him on a high, uh, inch or two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be a good match. He, he wor- has to wear his glasses. He works out a lot. He has to wear his... You're going to have to catch him. You're going to have to catch him on a fucking, like a chin, like a like a Fury versus Wilder in the first one. He has to wear his glasses. 205. He's at, oh, he's, there you go. 205? He's, he weighs in at 205. So we'll put... Has you- Eric ever been in a fight before in his life? Eric, have you ever been in a fight before? Save a little, this, save a little of this for all next right, episode right, too, because right. we're going to talk details of your guys' fight. <laughs> all right, <laughs> winner and the winner is declared my best friend. Oh, and the loser, loser is we not kill? is not we my best friend. Loser is not my because I I'll tell you what him? I don't I you don't, don't like to be hanging my best losers. friend. No, my best friend doesn't lose fights. Whoever he is, it's true. Doesn't lose fights. I'll That's tell you true. that right now. I'm, I'm betting. I'm, on, I'm betting on the horse. Before that the fight, I'll be taking my watch. I'll hand it. it to you. Yeah, you tell me to hold my watch. <laughs> hold my watch. Sources, days. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> you, wanted, you wanted to tell a few sources more stories. <sighs> so we bartended together, you and I, back in the day at Sources Saloon. It's sad. Sources isn't there anymore. Do you, you realize that? that? It used to be home, but I could go there at three in the morning on yep. a Tuesday. Do as much cocaine as you <laughs> oh, wanted. Oh, God, I'd stay there playing the poker oh, machine. that was great for you. Yeah, it was really good to have, <laughs> was, a, have a spot like that uh-huh. that I could always end up. A cheers, but for cocaine. But for cocaine. And, and when, gambling. And gambling and booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What cheers yeah. was for. Uh-huh. But we got in, uh, you were good. You you ran a little hot back in those days. You went oh, yeah. you went through an era where you just were choking people out because you were so much taller than them. Uh-huh. Where you just come up behind them and put them in a guillotine and oh, fucking yeah. lift their legs up off the ground. Some people got real mad at you for that too. Oh yeah, they went down. Uh, but one time we got in a, we got we were jawing back and forth and we were getting in a fight with somebody instigated by you. And you turn <laughs> and you turned around to me and you took your watch off and you're like, here, Stefan, hold my watch, and handed it to me. Like I wasn't gonna be in the fight with you. There was like four dudes, right? It was just like you and me. And you uh-huh. turned around and handed it to me, and I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna?" Do? I had to like put it in a drawer. Like, I remember that. Yeah. The bar. Uh-huh. <coughs> remember the one time that you jumped the bar and that your brother-in-law Steve was there, oh, yeah. and he was fed. It was like a brawl. It was oh, like yeah. a fucking full-on awesome. brawl. And Steve was like a like a circus ringleader. Yeah. He put a bar stool up and he was pushing Swinging guys back. Around. He was pushing guys back with it and uh-huh, shit. That was great. Man. I knocked st- my head on the uh, poker machine. Because you're I Superman. Yeah, yeah, you jumped off. You stood on the bar and jumped off into a crowd like you were fucking Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne. <laughs> jumping into the crowd. <laughs> Jimmy Fly snuck him. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly uh-huh. right. And then you hit your head oh, on the poker machine, God, and great. I think you just went down in a heap. And I, Steve was pushing people off. I went to down make in a heap, sh- and I was in a in a fetal position. I was getting kicked and punched on the ground. Yeah, yeah you didn't get a single blowout. No, I did. Once you, I oh, got did. up. Once you got. Oh no! Once you got up, Steve had just cleared it out. Yeah, and then I. Now was at able that to point, get in. Steve was running what about six four two ninety? No, he's in the threes. Oh, he's up in the threes oh, yeah. at that point. Oh yeah. Steve was a fucking refrigerator large. of a man. <laughs> oh yeah. We're talking. Talking three forty. We're talking professional NFL size. Left tackle, person. right, right guard, D tackle, right guard. Yeah, guard, guard. He was that was guard. Yeah, was yeah. Guard. He's not athletic enough to be a D tackle. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hand fighting, a lot of hand checking. Uh-huh. And then I remember the real gross guy that used to. We were talking about uh, the the shits that we would have with this Pabst Blue Ribbon. Larry, Larry, what Larry was incredible. Larry had like a cr- a club foot. Yep, he was like late sixties. He opened the bar with us, so he'd he'd be there wh- like before you're putting the key into the door. Yeah, he'd be waiting. Hey, Patty. And he, yeah, he loved your mother. So oh, we, yeah. when we worked hey, there, your Patty. mom got us both the job there. She was a general manager. And he would sit there and just all day, just, hey, Pat, hey, Patty, uh-huh. and just get shit here uh-huh. and shit here. Somehow he had money or like a trust fund. Yeah, he had, what a, was trust fund. He had a trust fund. Yeah. And, and a trench coat. He wore that trench coat. He smelled awful. His fingernails were probably two to three inches long. Was he mentally handicapped? I think so. Would, was that self-induced? I don't know, but we were just feeding him booze. We would feed him booze. And he, didn't you say he used to be a cat caller down oh, on, the yeah, on the block? That he was like his job? Pe- yeah, he used to call people into the strip clubs. God, man. Hey, yeah. come over here into this strip club. Yeah, And then he, we had like pretty uh, young female bartenders that were like 20, mm-hmm. and he'd say he'd whisper shit in their ear like, I want to smell your pussy. He did? He said that to Kristen. Oh, God. She said he used to say the weirdest shit to her. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was... Just weird, weird. But then uh, the other things I would remember about Larry is he'd get real fucked up and then like go into the bathroom and more or less shit himself right oh, yeah. i remember trying to trying to and kathy would make us go in there i never and did. like fucking take care of him I, 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 oh I god refuse. dude i remember one time trying to I pull his pants that. off he was standing in oh, front god, of the urinal i can't do that yeah i didn't want to yeah <laughs> and i i remember having he was standing at the urinal and he was We're so fucked tongs? up <laughs> no but he was so fucked up and i remember trying to like reach around his waist oh. and reach down to pull his pants and he smelled so yeah. bad he's full yeah. of shit and piss and i'm like larry and he would and he, i was like just grab him just grab <laughs> and he would drive that he dropped him again i had him all done i had to reach down i'm like squatting oh they down, were like pulling. going down to his ankle like yeah a I was, and i had to like him. do his belt for oh, him and God. shit 
Oh man, the good old days. Oh, we and then the old remember the old guy's pants are falling down. We had to take it. Oh, that them. was a good time that one night. So yeah, there was your it was we would have our, our regulars that would yeah. get like hammered. We called our them alcoholics. The, called them the dick beaters. They would come in every day at like five o'clock and just avoid their home life. Oh. It was like five or six guys that just hated their wives <laughs> and just loved being at the bar for like two hours. Well, some of those guys it would turn into three, four, and they'd just be fucking smoked, yeah. drinking scotches and doers and whatever. So the one guy was a, a friend of your mom's, and she was like, "Can you guys make sure that he?" And then, by the way, sources was family run place. Like we did, we went above and beyond. This yeah. isn't typical in a restaurant, I don't think. But she'd be like, "Look, he's all fucked up. Can you guys get him home? Like, here's his keys. Let's get him home and like help him in the place." And oh yeah, we're like, sure. So this gentleman had to, he was probably like two hundred and sixty. He was like pounds. a former Colts player. Yeah, he was a big dude, and his yeah. and his knees were gone. Yeah. Because of that, he was a former Colts player. We're not gonna say his name, but uh, but his knees were gone because of that. So we get him uh, to to like in front of his house, and you and I, we get him out of the car, and he's like a fucking ton of bricks. I mean, his legs are gone anyway, but he's like so drunk he can't yeah. stand up. So you and I get him up out of the car, and then we look up, and there's like twelve like concrete Stone stairs. Stairs, <laughs> yeah. There's houses across yeah. from like the. What was it, it the Chipotle and the Target? Over yeah, there? yes, yeah, yeah. yes, right over there in Towson. And it might, it might as well have been like the fucking steps to the Buddha Temple. Oh, like yeah. it was, like, could have been, it looked like it was a hundred at that point. Yeah. I mean, we get this guy up, and it's like one step, two step, three. I mean, it took us like all of 10, 15 minutes oh, to yeah. get him up these fuck, and he's like teeter totter and teeter totter. <laughs> like, holy shit! So finally, we get him up the fucking stairs, and he's and he's got his arms around one of my neck and your neck, and we get him up the stairs, and his pants just drop. <laughs> like it couldn't be more embarrassing. And we're like trying to hold. I think we we finally got him in the door, and like he fell. He just yeah, like we just flopped. Pushed him in. And yeah, we just kind of pushed him in, and he flopped down into his fucking foyer. And yeah. we were like, "All right, bud, see you later," and just shut the door and left him yeah, there. That, that yeah. was the wife's. Yeah. She was probably happy. Man, sources was always a good time. Oh yeah, a lot of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, a lot of enabling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we could we maybe we'll save this for the next episode. Talk about the one that died in your beach house. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Sure. One of the dick beaters died in your beach house. Yeah, there. <laughs> Should we just do it now? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, he died. I don't know what else to I, say. Did, I, the, as the rumor has it, Bear got so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that he fell down the stairs. So drunk that he fell down the stairs yeah, I, in your beach house. I, I and, yeah, and probably. your mom, your mom found him, right? Well, yeah, they were there. No, I know. But tell the story. I, I don't know it honestly. Your, did your did your mom find him the next day? I'm pretty no, sure. No, no, it wasn't the next day. Or they, that night? they heard him fall down the stairs. Okay. And they all went I thought to the it happened the in the middle called. of the night. I thought it happened in the middle of the night. Yeah, but everybody heard it. I guess. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your mom found him, right? Yeah, they all did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they yeah called the ambulance and yeah. he died. Bear used to, we called him Bear, and he had oh. like chest hair that would pop just out of the top oh, of his yeah. of his collar. He was like an old lonely accountant. Uh-huh. His dad, his dad would come into town. Hooters girlfriend. Yeah, he would always be hanging out at Hooters. <laughs> his dad would come into town. They'd watch pornography together. <laughs> really good times. But Bear loved baseball. He loved Orioles baseball. I remember him talking until he was blue in the face to me about Orioles, <laughs> and, uh, Orioles baseball, and he loved to talk about like the. I, I know a decent amount about baseball. I'm not like an encyclopedia. But I can talk shop with One of guys. the sweatiest noses on that guy. Very right? oily Yeah, I always want to touch his nose and wipe it. I didn't it. want to touch it. No, I mean, I wanted to wipe Blot it. Blot it, maybe. But Bear would always talk about, like, minor league players that nice. I had no fucking clue. Like, he would always just talk about the farm system and minor league baseball. And it was super boring, but I would put up with it because he was a good customer and he was a nice guy. But I now, now as I stay at your beach house, mm-hmm. here, here's a little tidbit for you. If you stay in the back room, near where your mom's room is straight yeah. across from there ghost the bear visits you oh yeah this happened to me last time i was there and he just kept me up all night uh-huh. talking or baseball, baseball. <laughs> for yeah, about just... four or five hours i couldn't nice. get a fucking lick of sleep he just tickled you with his chest yeah. hair yeah so but nice. but yeah but that guy died in your beach house yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm surrounded by death all the time it doesn't matter oh what uh, hit the wah 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 <laughs> jesus mike well it's still death well, that's what he's into. Hey, you gonna talk about my dead dog? No, we can get into that. Jesus, Joshy. Listen, we can talk about dead bar All right, patrons. Let's get back to the pleasure palace. Nothing, nothing kills the mood of American white people like you talking about the death of a dog. Okay, well, people need to come to terms with it. Well, it's gonna happen to all your dogs. All your dogs are gonna die eventually. <laughs> so you know, I'm sorry. 
Oh, boy. Mine died. Yours have to die, too. <clears throat> I had a dog die last year, too. Right? Okay. You don't see me being a weirdo about it. Well, I had to bury him. I had to take mine to the to the fucking crematorium. He had to ask me if he wanted to clip some fucking hair and, and nails from him that I could save to remember Oh, for DNA him. so you can clone him? <laughs> so I can clone him. Yeah. So I can clone my men pit. <laughs> he costs you about $20,000, huh? Oh, man, Apollo. Oof. He was a fucking hellcat. That dog had literally had nine lives. He, he was pricey. Yeah, I remember. Oh, man, I don't want to go over it now. There's so you many to go times. over the bill? Uh, how what? much money did you spend on that dog in his life? All right, here's what he did one time. Well, how much did I spend on over life not just paying for him? I paid 400 let's right, say four right. or 500 That's bucks nothing. for him. So I'll just get that out. No, how much did you so spend could, on vet bills on him? Like so, surgeries and stuff. Uh, <laughs> the, the one that we had was like close to five grand, Oof. the big one. Yeah. I'll tell the story. So I, I, was, <laughs> I was at AeroTech at this time, and I was getting ready to go to work. And um, and I needed to walk the dog before I went to work, so I was like dressed in my you know suit or whatever, and, and <laughs> walking the dog in the neighborhood. We were living at Jenny's dad's house, mm -hmm. and um, and I start walking him, and he goes and he takes his shit, and he has like a little string hanging out of his mm. butt at the end. <laughs> oh, a little surprise! And as a dog owner, you know, like sometimes when the when the dog has like grass <laughs> or something hanging out of his ass and he can't get it, you're gonna have to fucking yeah, you know, sack, sack up and put the, wrap the bag over your hand and grab it. Well, so I was like, fuck, man. I'm like, get my you know, work clothes. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. So I go to grab the string, oh, and and he takes off like running, <laughs> and he's like, Whoa! And, I'm, and, I'm, and he runs like 10 feet. And you're holding the string. And I look down, and I'm still holding the string, and like 10 feet of string have come out of his ass. I'm like, oh, my God. Right, so now, now I, I'm like, well, all I have is the bag, right? And now the string's hanging out of his ass. He's in front of me. I'm like, what am I? Gonna? So I grab the dog, and I'm like, well, I gotta obviously cut this string. Like, I gotta. So, so I'm walking him uh, in the neighborhood, and I'm like waving to the neighbors, and he's here. He is trotting down the street with a fucking ten foot string hanging out of the his shit asshole. <laughs> Just hanging out of his ass, right? Uh -huh. and it's like very prevalent. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right, so I go and I caught the string, and I, I call Jenny. I'm like, "Look, I gotta go to work. I gotta go to work." But you know, I, there's something wrong with our dog. I think. <laughs> you think? Well, I don't know at this point. So, it, come to find out that you know when dogs' stomachs are upset, they'll eat grass, right, mm -hmm. to to throw up or whatever, right. make make their stomachs upset. Well, he in the middle of the night in my in the house I was living in it was my father-in-law's house. He had his basement that was like unfinished, and in the area where you did the laundry, there was one of those really old carpets. And when they get like frilly or, or start to wear, they get really stringy, yeah. where, to where mm -hmm. you could like yeah. pull it like it's a sweater, right? Yeah. So that's what he did. He went to like he had like an upset stomach. He goes and he eats like all this fucking carpet. Well. I take him to the vet, and they said that uh, he was trying to throw it up and shit him, shit it out. He had one like huge continuous string, like feet and feet and feet of string, and basically they said he was sawing a hole in his in his stomach lining by trying to throw it up and shit it out. Oh, it was like God. a saw. Yeah, it sucked. Um, so they were like, you know, you've got basically two options he's gonna die, or you're gonna pull it out. Well, no, I couldn't pull it out at that point. But they say he's gonna die, and. <laughs> or we could try to do this emergency surgery where we cut like a foot of his intestines out and staple it back together and he, he might survive he might not um and jenny <laughs> he and might I, survive he might not but it's still gonna cost you five well, yeah. grand no matter what yeah he was well jenny wanted to do it he if was, you would have just pulled the string when you were walking him could you have avoided the surgery it would have killed the whole thing killed out? him it sawed a hole in his mm. no it would have no that's not <laughs> no jesse it required Why? major surgery Maybe, it was all the, bugged, maybe it was the all vet was just trying to get one over no, on She showed the x-rays. It was all jumbled up. Yeah. Well, so anyway, we did the surgery. It was like three, four, or four or five grand. I don't know. It was what? thousands and thousands of dollars. We took a, a loan out to fucking pay for it and then had to do that for years. So. Nice. Yeah. yeah but he, he recovered. He ended up getting a good four or five, six more years or whatever. A thousand bucks a year? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. So, nice. yeah, dogs are part of the family. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Would I do it again? Not sure. But, man, he was a great dog. Really, <laughs> really, really loved him. Real member of the family. Oh, man. I'm going to take a sip of my uh, my beverage. Oh, this is, this is what I need my noise. Mm. And that'll end our segment of Paco's Pleasure. Oh, place. that was so pleasurable. <laughs> <laughs> Just a true pleasure. True pleasure. 
We're going to head over to the sports corner briefly. Oh, all right. Coming across my sports desk. Oh, home run, Ravens. I don't know. Nice. That's really good. How's that? So pretty good. We talked about this on my last episode, but I wanted to bring it up with you. The Drew Brees is returning for his 20th NFL season. God, do I fucking hate Drew Brees. You can you can corroborate my hatred. Uh-huh. He lost you some money for Drew Brees. Man, how many fucking times have you and your father drafted him, and he's chased some fucking record mm-hmm. like a little bitch? He's a stat hound. He's a stat hound. Yeah. Where do you lie on Drew Brees' legacy? <laughs> I mean, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Well, you no, know, I understand that. Of course, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Is he top five QB all time? Nah, probably not. Really? Yeah. Who do you put ahead of him? Well, no, because all I guess all the quarterbacks... Highest completion percentage know, of but, all time. But you have to look at it in, in different <laughs> generations, because right now the rules are so stacked for quarterbacks, court, you know. And y- y- you got to look at it that way, because if not, if Drew Brees went back, he'd probably rip everybody apart in the 50s. He's, he trains all year long, you know? Well, of course you have to take that, all that all into right, account. So that's what I'm saying. So for his... He's one of the... He's a top five for his generation, yeah. But not all time. Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. True Breeze has been pretty fucking yeah, really good. good. But you got to think about who would be ahead of him. Who would you put ahead of him? Tom Brady. Well, of course, you Pey- got to. Peyton Manning. Okay, not everybody would. Um, not every- Peyton, he, and he have pretty comparable Joe Montana, numbers at this Like moment. Joe Montana. Okay. Um, so you got Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, oh, Joe Johnny Montana. Unitas. Johnny Yu. Um, Cam Newton. Yeah, definitely Cam <laughs> Newton. <laughs> Who are the other? Who are the other? Big uh, well, you've got Brett Favre is nah. on the cusp there. You've got Dan Marino, yeah, even Dan Marino, even though he didn't win a championship. Yeah, uh, you've, you're starting to get some of these other guys creeping into the conversation. But you've got Steve Young. It sounds like you a conversation we would have had if we like did a lot of cocaine and were playing darts in the basement. Yes, yes, uh-huh. but we're not on cocaine. Yes, so it's not quite as yes, yes, <laughs> stimulating. But yeah, John Elway. Yeah, all those guys. Okay. Yeah, put them all in there. Well, I know you had a, a certain soft Joe spot Flacco. for a certain soft spot for Breeze. You and your father won a lot of championships mm-hmm. on his back, so I don't know if he, he vaulted mm-hmm. up into your top five because of that. And, and his uh, numbers stack top up. Top five bad hair guy. Top five bad hair guy. Top five bad face moles guy too. We well, had hair on that too. A little, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That That's, thing had its own little two pack. He he didn't have that removed until I feel like about five years ago. Oh, did he? It was like he should have kept it. I think he. It was like a. It kind of defined him a little bit. Yeah, it was, it was like, a um a parasitic twin. Was it yeah. just growing out of his face like oh. a little miniature Drew Brees? <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't grow. It's parasitic. So. All right, Jess. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Combine just wrapped up. Don't know anything about it, but I'd love for you to enlighten me. Don't, I don't have cable anymore. Times are not good. <laughs> Times are not good. I got the cord. Did you cancel the newspaper subscription? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't have any print good. media. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but topical. What would you like to see the Ravens draft in the first round, position wise? And then what do you think? What would you hope for? And then what do you think they'll draft? Hmm. I would. Uh, it would be nice if they could get some uh, some pass rushing help. Obviously, I think we need an outs- like an outside linebacker or DN. I guess it's a tough thing to get at the end of the first. They're round, talking right? maybe trading or uh, trying to sign uh, Jadevian Clowney and oh. maybe signing and trading Judon. The clown man. Aren't they nice just kind of like up. the same player though? Nah, Clowney's better. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah. And we still need another Clowney's all pro when we he's... Still, regard, if we have one, we still need another one. Clowney's a real complete player. So, like, pass... Yeah, pass rusher. Pass rusher? So, pass rush in some way would Cut. be good. Now, what do you think we'll draft? Pass rush, probably. Do you? Yeah, I or, mean, I don't know. They usually go best available, so it's going to depend, I guess, on who the best... All the pundits are saying we're taking a middle linebacker. Oh, okay. We need a middle linebacker. Yeah, I could, and they're usually, like, pretty good uh, talent at the there's, end of yeah, the first round. two rounder. guys. There's a guy from LSU and a guy from Oklahoma that are both uh, garnering... Johnny Nickersacks. Johnny Nickersacks. Yeah, from LSU. And and Will Wickham. Oh, Will Wickham. Double double W. Uh huh. Double W. He's good. I was watching just briefly. I would like to. So you don't think we think we're set on offense? Think we need. Yeah. Let those guys mature a little bit. I was why because I I was reading something that says like Hollywood Brown's like a really good number two. 
but okay. maybe not a number one. And then I, I started, I watched like this highlight tape and I was watching all these highlights of him. I think he can be the guy, you know, who he reminds me of is Marvin Harrison. I was watching oh, okay. some Marvin. I was like, who does this guy remind me of? Mm-hmm. And they're slight like that. I mean, what he's a, Harrison was a little bigger than him. But Marvin Harrison were, murdered a man, right? No. Post career. No, he no. had some gunplay. He had some sort of gun thing happening in like an auto body shop that he uh, yeah, owned. Or car wa- yeah, like a car wash. Some seedy, maybe. shady business. Uh-huh. Some sort of cash business. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it was, but he didn't kill somebody. But something happened on the premises of a business. He was toting the gun, I believe, shooting or something. He, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I, he, I, I couldn't. I always thought he was. I don't know. No, Marvin. Yeah, he had like a squeaky clean. Yeah, image he had that mustache for most of it. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. It was like him and Manning, but Manning's ended up being a fucking piece of shit. I love Peyton Manning, but he's, he's had. A, some, is he a piece? Of, oh what God, he he's. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it on the next show. I'll, I'll, I'll look up the story, but he uh, like sexually harassed his like. Uh, oh, I think I said like trainer college from or college. Yes, and ended up sending her a fucking book, calling her a fucking uh, like uh, foul mouth bitch, and like. Oh, nice. Him and his father like railroaded this woman. Oh God! It was a really the bad, Mannings. really bad story about Peyton Manning. Okay. Hey, we'll get into that on the next episode. All right, cool. And then the last piece of the sports corner is a little local uh, news, but also ties into the uh, the National Football League, and that is that New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick is to be presented with the keys to the city of Annapolis. Oh yeah, he loves Annapolis. Yeah, he and Pat Sajak. After the New England Patriots captured their sixth Super Bowl, Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley decided to give legendary head coach Bill Belichick the keys of the city. He figured he'd honor the honor was long overdue for an Annapolis native who was keys widely considered plural or key singular keys keys. So, so like a ring of keys. Like I a, guess he gets all cool. the keys. Like a janitor, he just gets a big ring of keys. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, I, I, so most people don't know that, but Bill Belichick is from Maryland. He's from Annapolis. He's a native uh, Annapolis guy. Big lettuce head. Lifelong connection to the Na- uh, Naval Academy. It made sense to include Annapolis as part of the ceremony. Buckley reached out to the Naval Academy director. Blah blah blah. But Belichick, uh, he's a big lacrosse guy too. Yep. So uh, he, he's uh, he's coming to the Navy Army Navy lacrosse game and was very excited about getting the key to the city. So that's when it'll happen at the Army Navy. Now you just said game. key to the city. Keys, okay. keys. Okay. No, it does say keys. Right. Well, no, in this art, in this part it says key, but in oh, other boy, parts it says article. keys. Fake news. He's not gotten it. <laughs> It's like fucking Eric article. Are we happy to claim Belichick in Maryland, or do we hate him because it's the Patriots? That's Annapolis. It's not part of <laughs> part of Maryland. It's just the capital. Annapolis just yeah, isn't just part of Maryland. It's the capital. Hmm. No, it's not, I don't think it's really in Baltimore Ravens territory. I feel like Annapolis people are don't really even ca- don't really care about football. They care about lacrosse. They care about cricket. Sailing. Sailing. A lot of sailing, sailing. in Annapolis. Water polo, which you do on sailboats. A lot of sh- lot of sailing in Naptown. Uh-huh. Naptown, pimp. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. boy. Mike, how are we doing on time? I think we're done. We're good? All right. We're going to wrap this one up because we got another uh, episode coming after this where we're going to get a call from, uh, well, from Montana. <clears throat> but um uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Checking out our upcoming shows. Tickets are selling fast on 3-7. We're, uh, this weekend, we're at Snifters with our headliner, Josh Kaderna, our feature, Nicole Walco. Uh, Jamie Benedy is the guest and old double S over here. I'll be hosting that one at 314. Big Time in Comedies at Rody Joe's in Salisbury with headliner Charlie Bowie. And also on uh, 314, we'll be up at the State Theater. We return with hypnotist Matt Davis from 98 Rock. We got Camille Roberts featuring, and I'll also be hosting that. Jesse, anything that you want to promote or talk about on the way out? Um, I'd like to promote, um, there's a big fight coming up, uh, Eric versus Jesse. Yeah. Yep, it's going to be at uh, Royal Farms Arena. Oh, man. Yep. Sp- mm-hmm. Serving July spicy 4th. tenders. July 4th. We'll have American all the spicy tenders. Yep. Yep. It's going to be an American celebration. It'll be a celebration of America. I will be representing America, of course, uh-huh. and Eric will be representing Canada. Oh, because he's French-Canadian. Yes. He's not going to like that. Well, that's just the facts. All right. The facts are the facts. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be representing France and Canada. All right. Right. And I'll be representing America well, and Mexico too. There you. <laughs> well, there you go. If tonight has taught us anything, tonight, folks, it's to, to follow your dreams. They might come true one day. Uh-huh. And also try PBR uh, hard coffee. It's like a four loco, but even better. 
Thank you, Dark Continent. Good night. Good night. This is a big timing comedy production.